שלום, שלום סילי. היי ציפי. בוודאי. וכבר כולם יודעים מה זה צוזאמן ביחד? כולם את נשמעת מופתעת. או, ווי אריני. כולם את נשמעת מופתעת, את מסתכלת ואת רואה את סילי לידך. שלום צילי, כאילו... אני בכל רגע... אינגליש. אינגליש. מומנט, אברי מומנט, which is a good moment, I cherish. And I want to tell you, I really wanted you to come back, because I'm looking... Wait a second, we're talking to Edgar Keret. I know. Oh, yeah. Why don't you introduce our guest, because I cannot wait. Yeah, I just did. Edgar Keret, everybody knows Edgar. Yeah, but still, you have to give him the respect, you know. We do. A fabulous writer, known all over the place, right? No, the fact that you speak next to me in English already shows great respect. And he always says what he thinks. In, in his own voice. Nobody can take away his voice. That's something... You, very... can, you can tell how important the guest is by the excitement of Tippi's voice. Right. If it goes up wow. and she's no, a little I bit tell confused, you, I tell you. No, it's no. more. See, this is not simple. The situation is like that. Usually, um, I would like to talk to people who can inspire me, right? Or can open for me new horizons. I don't want to embarrass you, but very few people I want to punch on the table and say, can you please tell me, where are we heading? What's going on? What will happen to us? You see, I'm shouting, sure. Because, yeah. because... Because that, we, it's like the Titanic, you know, it's going to end badly. It's worse than the Titanic. Titanic, you know, ended, you know how it ended, but at least people were embracing each other yeah, while but, they died. But we Here we have, don't embrace... But you have Tilly, I'm alone in the room. I have nobody to embrace. It's Tilly and Chewy. And Chewy. And Chewy. So, wow. so the difference is with Titanic that the water was frozen. And here it's very hot. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they yeah, because of the climate change, you're gonna boil in the water. Right, that's right. right that so cold. and it's boiling everywhere, and it's very hot around us, and especially now we record in Jerusalem. So so I told hot. them, I told she's now in Jerusalem, as you can tell. She just told you, and I really beg them not to be here Sunday or Monday, because I know that. Uh, I don't know when we're going to broadcast, but it's going to be again, over and over again. We cannot solve Sunday, Monday, the, the violence between Arab and Jews. The Jerusalem day. And the Israelis are going yeah, to march. What, what is it? The flag parade? Yes, yeah. Jerusalem. And, and, and you know, I have to tell you something that I, I took a, a, a cab driver. He was he's Arab with 12 children. And he was born here where we are at Abu Tor in Jerusalem. And he says he's scared to the, to the future of his children. Of course. And, you know, so I, will, I don't know if you are willing and you can say, oh, come on, I came here to relax. Will you please no, 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 give me right, some answers? Right. Edgar is not relaxed. Can you give me, not answers, some thoughts, something to start to a direction? Because you write about people, real people. And when you look at your characters, how can you distinguish between who they are and what is it that the media situation is making of them? Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I know, I know. Well, you know, I think that uh, that we are living inside a, a world or universe that uh, very much uh, dictates our action. You know, I think that uh, we've been around long enough to see customs and ethics uh, change. You know, they were not inherent. Many things that that we used to do 20 years ago and seem to make sense now make seem to make less sense. But but the uh, uh, what I what I feel in general is that uh, the what I, I'm going to say something that's going to sound like some mumbo jumbo, but maybe it will add to something. I, what, what what I feel is that let's say the relationship between the individual and the society has changed tremendously in the last decade or two, in the sense that you know that if once uh, the individual was kind of a visiting or being auditioned to be a part of society and had to take some kinds of standards today it's the other way around today it's basically a, the individual say you know what i just wonder if i want to live in the world out there because i actually have a wonderful word in my feed in facebook where everybody agrees with me and people send me all those beautiful photos of them in vacation and the food that they're eating so maybe I don't want to interact. Maybe I don't want to uh, to go out of my comfort zone. And I can say to you, you know, as a fellow artist and filmmaker, that in the old days, for example, when you or I would make a film, it would screen in a cinema and people would come. And if after 20 minutes it would bore them, they would go out and say horrible things about us and never come to see our movies again, which was a fair deal. But today, let's say when you reach a Netflix platform, then first of all, you have to. They have to explain to you in, in three sentences exact exactly what you're go, gonna see, and then if you say okay, maybe I'm interested, then they show you a promo, and then if you wanna see it and it's a little bit boring, you can see it in a hundred and fifty percent speed that the movie will go faster, so you won't waste your time. So the idea is that basically every human being that goes out to the public sphere thinks that the, the world is there to give him a foot massage, you know, and that the, the world is there to, to serve them. And, and with this kind of feelings, then one can't help a, a, a have vision of this world disintegrating because, because the moment that, they, that, let's say things even like ethics, you know, moral, you, when, when, when I was young, I don't know, my mom said to me, be a mensch, you know, keep your word, do this, do that. Today, you know, when I talk to the son of my friend, then he's following after people, he's following in Instagram people who are popular and successful. So it could be, let's say, the Tinder scandal or exotic Joe or this woman that allegedly killed her husband and fed him to tigers because they're all very famous and live in nice homes. And that seems to be enough, you know, this idea of kind of an ethos of are those people fair or not fair. I think that when, even when we deal with politicians, you know, in the past, if somebody had lied, his career was finished. Today, if people do stuff, then you say, he's successful. You know, Trump has a lot of money. That's enough. You know, it's really, it's a proof that uh, this is somebody that happens, who should There's something, it's like a process that happens at the same time, parallel. Because in one hand, there are the people that you describe and basically they live in their own world or they 
choose the world that they want to live in because you can create your own bubble today. And um, at the same time, with everything terrible that is terrible that is going on, they ignore everything, they don't pay attention. They say, oh, 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 it's not good, it's, not, it's very bad, and they keep going. On the other hand, you have tons of individuals that are much more active today and are trying so hard to change or at least to protest, or at least to participate in something that, to show, it's not a question of nobody listening. Yeah. So you have two kinds, that, like two animals that work parallel, one that is much more, uh, uh, trying much harder to change the situation for everybody. That's smaller part, that's smaller. And, and all the others, they say, well, the world is very bad and let's create our own. And somehow everybody lives in peace together. Somehow it, it keeps going and it keeps going. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel that we are in peace. But what he said, no. I think what I understood maybe, and I don't understand, it's not a long time since so much changed. How did no. we program or the brain programmed us? How easy well, or difficult well, is to program our brain to no, no, no. What, what I think, you know, and again, you know, it's an elderly guy kind of a narrative. Keep saying but, it in what command. No, no because, because I'm saying that I'm sure that, you know, that people who are in their teens or 20s see the rea reality different now. But what I think is that, that they, uh, and, the, and that it's not that they to do differently. They live in a different reality. Their, their reality yeah. is different than ours. Mm. For sure, they see it differently. Okay, they feel it different. But keep, 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 keep your thought. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, what, what I want, what I want, I don't remember what I want to say. Actually, we, we can keep on going. No, no, no. I asked you how can we. I'm. I'm. Ah, okay. I remember. Yeah. So, so I, I, uh, the thing is that I really feel that the thing. The, the thing that created the most major change was uh, the entrance of social media to our lives. And the reason for that is that the, there are a few reasons, but when you put a, a post in Facebook, people can either like it or unlike it, which means that any kind of complexity or, or obscurance is not accepted on this kind of platform. Yes or no? Now, when, when, you, when you live in a reality where basically people experience the word through the social media because they open their feed and they say otp you know good work otilly you showed that bastard you know we will never write posts like this again then basically then you're living in a very safe and protected environment where everything echoes what you want and you have friends and foes you have people who like you and people who Right, who press unlike and don't like you. And this binary uh, uh, system, I think is what is very, very, uh, is cost, uh, causing a lot of complexity uh, to our society. And the, and the, feeling, the, the feelings is, that I have is that uh, it doesn't matter, like it doesn't matter how many good individuals we'll have. It's a little bit like when you have a sport competition, you know, let's say you can have a very nice tempered boxer if you put him in a ring, then you know he's gonna punch people, and 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 I think that now we are living in a place because everything is self-centered, that the place of morals is being kind of replaced 
by the 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 sense of victimhood and pain and personal suffering so if let's say the moral way was to say what does the system says if somebody murders another person ah yeah this is wrong we should go to jail now it's really we talk about you know about the 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 identity cultures that we're living in and in which every person basically holds very strongly to his pain and sensation of victimhood and tries to leverage it to get something. So what I want to say is that when we were younger and we would go to demonstrations, then let's say if we would demonstrate uh, for uh, Palestinian rights, then we would go and we were not Palestinians, but we would still do it. If there would be a demonstration for women's right to have an abortion, I would go and demonstrate, even though I'm not a woman and I'm not intending to have an abortion. But nowadays, the, the feeling is that basically everybody is very, very interested in getting justice just for themselves. And that justice that derives from the feeling of a victim, victimhood that wants, wants some kind of vengeance. And I think that you know that the, the best example for that for me was the, the Will Smith incident in the Oscar. Right. I think a lot of people talked about male toxicity, you know, and I don't have, know what the what he did had to do in any way in being a male, you know. I mean, if anybody would have dared to say that it's Afro-American toxicity, they would say he was a racist. But somehow, when you want to put crap on on males, then it it kind of slides. But it's okay. But I'm saying what the way that I saw his action, it had nothing to do with him being a man, but it had something to do with him living in an age where basically to be a hero, to be just, to be brave, then you should I'll tell you honestly, for hurting you. Right. But Edgar, there's something a little bit more personal here that went out of control because I think she was mad at him that he doesn't say anything. And instead of swallow his air and say, hey, we can do it later or we can deal with this later. He wanted to, go, to look I good for her. So. He came yes. for himself. He came absolutely but from some, his own compass, whatever because, it is. No, but if you, if you remember in the beginning, it was laughing and then she said something and boom, she triggered something okay. and, it yeah, jumped, yeah. and it went out of proportion. Yeah, 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 you know, you know I, I want to say something. I, I say something later about the role we as a society take today trying to analyze uh, the actions of other people, you know, they could be sure. Will Smith or, or Johnny Depp. And, you know, and I have a lot of nasty things to say about it, but I'll save it to later. But, 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 but what, what I want to say about, uh, uh, about this incident is that, you know, that uh, the Oscars uh, exist for almost a hundred years. Right. Actors are always passionate and very aggressive. And somehow we were able to go through it without anybody hitting anybody. And I think that, you know, that when you live in a reality where uh, many people uh, do, can do, let's say, violent uh, and aggressive thing in the name of a cause that is just, you know, then basically you live in a world where you have a, a lot of lynch mobs running around. Some of them are not fighting for a just cause. Others are fighting for a just cause, but all of them are acting like lynch mobs. So, you know, so some of them could uh, hang a black man just because he was black and others could virtually, I don't know, uh, skip trial and try to get even and hurt somebody 
that they read in a post that did was nasty to his children or to his wife. But right. basically, the mechanism is the same, and it's the mechanism of vigilantes. It's the idea that society doesn't work, society doesn't punish the guilty, guilty, then it's all on us, and it's all up to us. And when a guy gets up on stage and slaps somebody before a lot of people, and for obviously he was not out of control, it took him a lot of time and he did an action. When somebody does it, he thinks while doing it that he'll do something that the entire society will support him. That's the reason that you do it. I mean, he's right. You know, somebody a, talked about a sickness of his wife. I mean, it makes sense. They should yeah, be yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but no, no. But Tipi, I, I don't want to talk about the details. I, I want to talk about General, the frame. Right. And the frame is that when I sit in my chair and I think that something that was done was wrong, the old dead guy says to himself, we live in an orderly world and I'll complain and somebody will take care of that and that will be handled. When I say, if somebody does something wrong, I can go and physically attack him and society will support him, me. I'm basically saying that the governing system where I'm, li I'm living doesn't function. It's a little bit like, like a, when you drive uh, your car and sometimes you say, oh, you know, if I would go against the direction, it would be much quicker. And there aren't that many cars, so maybe I can dodge them, but you will not do it. You will follow the, the laws and you will, you know, and if there's a red light, you stop. And if it's green, you move, you know, regardless of anything, because you accept that system. And I'm saying if Will Smith had accepted this system, it doesn't matter if he, they hurt his wife, didn't hurt his wife. The idea is, the fact is that somebody can get on stage and physically attack a guy who moderates an art thing and tells a stand-up joke and that the world will debate if what he did was right or wrong, yeah, it shows us that the world has a problem. Yes. Because ideally, I would want to live in a place where anybody who's an artist, bad, mediocre, stupid, would sit, stand on a stage and say something, he will not be attacked. Now, historically, people who attack people on stage are usually religious fundamentalists, I don't know, uh, conservatives who arrested the Lenny Bruce, you know, these kind of people, not our kind of people, not the Will Smith kind of people. Right. And the idea is, the idea is that now, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's not the, the, the causes that we're fighting for, because some of them are identified and some of them are not. It's the way that we fight from, you know, I saw a picture from a demonstration uh, for, from women's rights, in a, in a, a France, and in the first row there was a beautiful woman holding a big sign saying "Best to all men." So, so I'm saying, I I think I think that let's say a, a ten years ago somebody who sees himself as liberal would not hold a sign saying "Best to" and something, because you know this was the fascist thing to say "Death to Jews," "Death to." The idea that, that we feel comfortable expressing ourselves in such a way, slapping people, shaming people, or doing this thing as if a, a, it's a, a, the, the means, a, a, the, the, the end justifies the means, you know, as if like if somebody did something wrong, we will burn down his house, we will hang him from his throat. All those things, what they project is that the social order had almost totally crashed because if there would have been one, 
you know, there would be nothing to debate. We would call police, we would file a complaint, but now the feeling is that, you know, that we are living in the nation of our feet, and the nation of our feet said that if two women in Jerusalem say to you, you're wrong, then you should burn down their house. So how do we- Am so I right? Am yeah, I right? So you, you really you, talk about- You don't about... want me to burn down your house. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but how, how, I don't know how, so it used to be that we had figures. I think you, okay, you can be one of them who their voices heard, who make sense. Now, but, who but do we listen to? Nobody, and I, again, you know, because uh, the, the, the word in the past, you know, with all its disadvantages and horrible things, seem to have a center or a bunch of centers, you know, so this could be, I don't know, a prime minister, a president, a, a film directors that we appreciate, a, a, the broadcast channel we used to watch. There was something that everybody would gather around, but now everybody it chooses their own agenda and chooses their own people. And I think that I will tell you more than that. It's not as if there are figures who speak to people because, you know, personally, I don't like it when there are smart people tell me what to do. You know, I, I personally don't like it. But uh, think about even this idea of books or movies that represent zeitgeist. Because not so long ago, there was a book that everybody would speak about, a movie that everybody would speak about. Right. But now, uh, because it's a very poly polyphonic universe, which is something great, you know, that many voices can be heard and everybody could mm -hmm. be censored, then basically the, the, the common uh, ground on which it's we meet other people in our society is non-existent. You know, I could meet you, meet you uh, and I can talk to you about the best film of the year and you talk about the best film of the year. You will not know anything about the film I'm talking. Not I will not know anything, yes. but right. I, you, I will say to you, I read in a basic book, you say, no, 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 from the 21st century, people don't read books. We just climb mountains. But I know this wonderful mountain, if you want me to give you a tip. And the, the idea that, that there are so little things that we can agree on, I think that this is the main problem. And I think that the, we can, can't agree on things because a society has some kind of a net, you know, lost its power to us as individuals. Again, you know, you as a filmmaker, think about it. Did you ever think that you're going to make a film and it's going to be in a platform and people will have the op option to watch it in twice speed, in a double speed, wherever they go, wah, 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 and the yeah. things go like this. Right. Like, like, could you as a filmmaker sit and down and make a film knowing that people will be offered the option to abuse it? You know, it's even if you the film is a journey, you cannot just hey, the movie is too slow for you, go fast. But the thing is, you know, I think that people are looking for a fast result and first uh, fast reaction, and they follow they follow other reactions that are very fast and abusive and attached to big number of money. There is something that I think that the whole pyramid of priority and justice and ethics got really messed up and um, the reasons that are behind the actions of people are various but like it seems like it's all from the wrong from the wrong reason the wrong idea and the wrong uh, rhythm even you know so we left with nothing almost but, but you know like 
the best example is, I know it sounds very naive, but if all the world will, live, will believe in the Ten Commandments, doesn't matter if you are Jewish, you are Christian, you are Muslim, doesn't yes, matter. Yes. Only about Ten Commandments. Just look at this Ten Commandments. You think that there can be some kind of uh, negotiation between people, we, have some, we can come to different country and really be, this can be part of it. But there is nothing that, I mean, when I started and told you, listen, if I am lost, and I mean it, if I am lost because I never felt lost. You see, because I, for, for example, being an Israeli, I completely internalized um, the values of Israel, the way I grew up, believe in uh, justice, believe in what I thought solidarity, what I thought that the, the country cares for me. Um, it's all, suddenly in the, in the last few years, I lost everything. And I don't know what to do with it. I actually must admit, I feel pain, you know? I never be reacted in such a pain to what I see around me, you know? Um, well, I, again, you know, I think in general, uh, changes are always difficult and traumatic. You know, I'm saying, you know, when I was uh, in my twenties and I would speak to my parents, I would all, they had a sense that the word is going down the drain or things are getting worse. And again, when I speak to, to my son, I feel that he makes much better sense of these things than I do. But, but uh, having said that, what, what, what I feel is that, uh, that uh, 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 the moment that we don't have something in common to kind of unite us, and you know, and this thing could be, I don't know, uh, the Ten Commandments, this could be the agreement that uh, uh, we don't spit on people that we don't like, you know, this could be the agreement that we don't touch the private parts of people that we don't know, it doesn't matter, like, I mean, but as, uh, if we don't have this kind of set, so basically, what we have is a constant clash of narratives. Yes. Because somebody says, I'm doing this, and the other person saying, no, you're doing that. Now, in the past, we could say, you are breaking the law. And the guy would say, but I'm motivated by my own pain because my, my parents uh, didn't have the same chance that you did. And I said, okay, but you're breaking the law. And this would have stood for something because the social structure, the grid was important. Now, the moment that the individual is more important than society and only his personal narrative actor, then basically there's no chance of a real empathy or understanding because I'm living in my universe and you're living in your universe. And there will always be the feeling, the mutual feeling is that when we meet, you are invading my universe and you are threatening my universe while I invade yours and threaten yours. Right. But, but you know, if there will not be, a, I don't know even how to say it, something that can guide uh, us now in this chaotic, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's violence. That's going to be a world which is based on, like, like, you know, like in the jungle, you're strong, you can kill somebody, you win. You don't, you lose. Yeah, yeah. For sure, I think we are living in a time, and it was very easy to see it through Corona, where where the social gaps are getting a, a, a wider and wider, and it's going to keep and it's going to keep being that way. 
and in the, in a sense and i think that also we saw something in the time of corona is, is that a human labor is not as needed as we were we always thought it was you know environment when 80 percent of the working force was sitting home and getting paid and actually you know the economy didn't crash you know we can still buy our tv sets and our computer and things seem to work we as a a working entity are needed less and less so i think you know in the future there will be a minority that will work and make a lot of money and the majority that will not work yeah. and stagnate you know yeah. and maybe have hobbies or whatever so 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 for sure when you live in a society that has in, an inherent imbalance then you know it's not a, it's it won't be a fair society it will be a society that in many ways you know to keep its uh, structure we have to use force or to enforce its ways but uh, but again you know i'm i'm not necessarily like i can imagine that in 50 years from now each of us will take his consciousness will download it to the net and we live in a computer where the universe the world will look exactly as he, he or she wants it to Mm-hmm. and that we'll all be happy you know this could happen you know i'm saying so it's all I virtual mean, reality can... what you're talking it's all virtual yeah, but, reality. yeah but you know maybe we're living now in a virtual reality only they erase your memory cp and nothing is real you know who cares you I, know? Kick but, but... i don't want to erase my memory <laughs> maybe I, I, somebody I'm, kicking. I, i'm kicking you know if you know what i mean i'm not let i just can't i i i know i know i know for sure that uh, but 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 what I'm what I'm saying is that the world can can evolve to many things that if I'm threatened by them is because I'm used to the old world you know it's not necessarily that it, it's not I mean it's not that the old world was so great if to be no, honest, no 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 but it has some kind of call it has some kind doesn't it, it, it made it made sense you know yes. what I think is the old world was a little bit like this very very boring and aggressive uh, football game you know So it's boring and aggressive but you you know the rules and now it seems as if yeah. you see a guy running going with a scooter right. on the ground and somebody riding a horse and you say can they do that you know so so I think that much more than the fact that things are worse you have this kind of anxiety that it's very very difficult to make sense of the thing around us right. and it's and you know I, I'll give you really the the dumbest example but when I was a Five years old they put the first ATM uh, in Ramadgan and we all the family we went to use the ATM and my father who was very sharp and quick used the ATM and my mom tried and she couldn't figure it out and she said Ephraim I'm never going to get it and and the, my father said you're gonna get it and not only you're gonna get it while you get it you're gonna use it for many many years from now and she did get it. And she used it, that ATM for almost 50 years of her life and it remained the same and she put the same code and it gave her money from the same slot. Now today, when there is a new app and my son is learning it and I asked him some question about it, he said, Dad, why bother? In eight months, they're gonna switch to something better. You just have to learn how to figure it out well enough, you know, just to, to hold to the horse while it rides. You don't really need to master it. Mastering it is a waste of time because you have too many things to master and all of them are temporary. And, and I, so I don't think that uh, the ATM, you know, in Ramat Gan 
is a proof of a better word. You know, maybe it's good a word in which in 30 years we will have uh, we will have apps that you know that will do wonders. But I'm saying that as somebody who who used to, uh, to uh, who was raised in that setting in this value, you know, I really want to learn things slowly and that they will work for many years instead of learning them quickly and knowing that they will work only for a few months. But I don't. It's not about. No, no, no. Not about sense. make the the world better or easier because I don't think anything makes the world better or easier. It's just technology. You're talking about technology that changes the habit of people of using things. And what happens is that a bunch of people falls off the the ride because they have no idea how to to get on. And then new people take you to other places. So basically, but the values don't change and the process of wars and disasters don't change and the mercy on well, people don't change so it's really you have it i i i disagree, I disagree because let's say you say the values don't change but i i tell you one thing today i think the the the, the key element in word communication you know the fact that the, which information passes to whom and which is not is basically the the, the algorithm of Facebook. And the algorithm of Facebook is, is built to get as many people engaged as much as they can in the Facebook pages. Right. It has no morals in it. Yeah. It, is, it is blind to moral. It was not re, uh, invented by people. It was, it was invented by a machine. Can I ask you what happened to our brain? How can we, how it's reprogrammed yeah. again? It's not us programming our brain. The, no, uh, so, so what I want to, so, so what I want to say is basically that, you know, let's say in the past, when you would go to the street, you would meet people randomly. But when you go to your Facebook page, you don't pe pe uh, meet people randomly. You meet people according to the system. The system is not ethical. The system doesn't really care, you know, if, if you, you ask the system, hey, would you be okay with me uh, hitting Tzipi on the head with a blunt object and then eating it alive? Then the system would say, if it will get us three more likes, then I'm all for it, you know, because the system doesn't care, you know, it's not human. And, and, and I'm saying that when this system dominates the world, and when this system is basically, uh, let's say, saying uh, to make something viral, it doesn't have to be true. No. We don't care if it's true. It doesn't have to be that... human. It doesn't have to be with humanity. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know so... where to look for humanity. So, so, so I'm saying that let's say if you and I we're sitting together, and we're saying we're going to do a competition. Each of us is going to write a post, and we will see which one goes more viral. Okay, and then you uh, and CP you sit down and you write this beautiful poem, a paragraph capturing what the world has come to, and I go to the street and take a, a random photo of a pavement and saying, oh my God, Woody Allen just fell here and broke his neck. Ha ha ha, I'm sure his daughter is happy now. And I'll post it, then I will get yeah. a thousand times more likes. readers than you do. Now, the fact is, I wrote something that not only is untrue, it cannot be true because I'm in Israel. What is Woody Allen doing in Israel? You know, it doesn't matter. And so, so imagine that you were uh, students learning in a class where the teacher would say, you know what, I don't care if you know what, uh, what I'm teaching, I don't care if you listen, I don't care if you cheat, but if 
each of you that will get up and punch somebody else in class will get an extra mark. The, the, cl the class will not be quiet. It has nothing to do with us as individuals. It's us basically taking part in an experiment that is only there to, to create problems and trouble. Right, right. You know, I would like to, if it's possible, because I'm bothered by these two, um, what, what about literature? I mean, you talk with writers, right? Yeah. I don't know many, but I guess you talk with writers. So what, what do you feel where the direction is? What writers can, what are looking at? Well, first of all, what I want to say is that when we talk about those uh, changes, that I think that literature from being some kind of a common thing that we all share, you know, that when you meet somebody and you say, uh, what good book you've read lately, then it became a very, very specific hobby. It's like, a, I don't know, a, a sweat yoga, yoga of sweating or right. climbing mo mountain okay. or or Zumba dancing and reading, you know, it's just one of those activities that you can take or not take, but but it doesn't have a central stage. I actually think that will even make that there are less of central stages to begin with, but if any if any of them exist, it's the TV series like in Netflix and other platform. These are these are the people who can create discourse. But what I want to say is that what I also experience is that uh, uh, today we live in a world that is totally chaotic and in many ways immoral, but when it comes to creating content for TV, then everybody is super moral. You know, it's like, I mean, I mean if I watch a, a TV series in Netflix and it's about the academy, then of course the head of the department would be a woman who belongs to a minority. Yes. And of course, you know, her second will be Another woman who yes. is an Afro-American, oh, but, yeah. but but when when the when I finish watching the TV series and I go back to my own department, then actually the head of the department, who is the greatest guy in the world, is a man and who is white. It's only yeah. on Netflix right. that things work. Right. But 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 the thing. So the thing <coughs> that I, I want to say is that as artists, the expectation from artists now had really really changed because if in the past they said be creative, be crazy, show us the world from a way that we never uh, we were never able uh, to see it before. Now, almost all the time, they, they, they say, show us something practical, you know, show us something. That's what I that came to you. This is our stuff. No, but show, yes, show us something that will make us angry at someone or will want us to get even with people who sell opiates or with maybe some banks or maybe people throwing plastic in the ocean. Because in a sense, I think that a lot of our activity, our, what used to be our cultural activity is now us seeing people and getting angry at them or feeling sorry for them and making decision godlike decision or courtroom kind of decision who's right and who's wrong and this is our cultural activity you know i mean uh, I, I every second person i meet talk to me about the johnny depp ember yes right yes. Or I, I don't right try no 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 i'm saying basically we are living today in a place that that the best what's good entertainment is seeing things that are simple very extreme you know, the guy sh uh, crept in her bed. She punched him. You know, boxing uh, ring. 
so it's, it's very much both gossip, also seeing people who are richer and more handsome than us in trouble, that is also fun. But the bonus is that in the end, we are the ones, we are the ones who have the power in our head. We are the ones who are gonna say, Johnny Depp is this violent rapist. We will never see a movie of him again. And we will write a post in Facebook and people will argue with us. And we say, I'm unfriending you because you don't side with Amber and you go with Johnny. Now, this is, this is one thing that I totally don't understand. This word in which our positioning, we appoint ourselves as some kind of judges. You know, it's like when I see uh, Ellen versus Pharaoh and they say, who do you believe, this guy or that guy? I say, no, I, I was not trained to make life decisions on, regarding people's life after watching TV series. Usually when I watch a movie- It doesn't matter what the court say. You see, we don't and not listen to the court. The court said- We don't listen to the court. Woody the Allen was the not, court doesn't matter. In the end, either Wesley Snipes will slap the guy or will not slap the guy, right. but it's all on us. We are the ones. Yes. We know who's lying. We know who- We are the judges. We, yeah, we are the most interesting people. When we eat a, a nice dish in the restaurant, we think we should take a shot of it and put it on Facebook. So the whole world will see the perfect dish that we're saying. When we, uh, we meet our most talented, amazing uh, granddaughter, we make a video of her and put it in the net. So people who live in Kenya, you know, if they suffer from famine, they can see our grandchild and yeah. be comforted that such a, a creature of wonder exists. So all this kind of egocentric place that put us in the center is really, uh, if everybody is the center, then there is no so, center. So you as a writer, okay? So you start to write a story. Doesn't matter how long, short, doesn't matter. So you start with, never mind what character, right? It's, there is a character then. And the character okay. starts a journey. It, that was some journey, right? Yes. So how, how can you even imagine that there are enough people that they will read the first half a page or a page in a short story. And even if they are far away from you, they will be able to join the journey of your character. Although I'm, how can you even create a situation when I will be willing to, to, to join a journey which is not mine? Well, you know, I, th I think that an artist always has this kind of hubris, you know, and this kind of a vanity to feel that, that they have something interesting to share. You know, it's the same way that, uh, that you meet a guy in the street and he says, I gotta tell you this story, you gonna love it. And maybe, you know, you, you don't have to tell me this story and I'm not gonna love it. But this guy is sure that he's gonna tell you the story and you're gonna love it. And this, I think, is a trait that is, that is necessary for, uh, for an artist. But, but what I want, want to say is that, I, again, you know, I think if Let's say in my mind, when when I was 25 years old, I imagined that I write this story that all the world would read, or I make a movie that everybody's gonna love. Today, it's not even in my aspiration. You know, today I haven't used that. People, you are lucky in this but way. But this is also age. This is also age and experience and understanding. No, no, no. For for me, for me, it's basically kind of seeing the world for what it is because today. At, at, at the age of uh, 
54, I started a newsletter, which is something that usually people do in the 20s, because I said to myself, if I can gather 4,000 people who are interested in my stuff, right. it's enough. And I can show them stuff, I can listen to them, I can do things with, with them. And uh, this, is, this is where I'm, I'm going to put my energies and this is where I'm going to put my focus. While if you would ask the young Edgar, I would say, oh, I want to write the scripts that they do in Hollywood and millions would see, you know. And now I really don't want to because I have a feeling that this script that they're going to do in, in, in Hollywood and that millions are going to see going to be a very bad movie. But you know, Edgar, there are a few things because as an artist, it doesn't matter which field of art, uh, in order to really take the viewer uh, or the reader or whatever the audience with you, you have to be a great artist. If you're a great artist and it crosses the line, they're with you, they follow, they go. The question is if you really have something to say that interests them, but this is always, and I think something in, in the whole artistic world is changing a little bit. At the same time, with a newsletter, you know that people don't really have much patience, so you don't need, a hundred pages to tell them, you can tell them in but one But he tells page. it in hold stories, on, on. short stories. Short stories, they're with you in a second and your people are with you. And basically this is the little community that you carry with you everywhere. And it doesn't matter where you are and they're yours. There, there are few worlds that happening at the same time now in on many levels and there's room for all of them and there's one big thing that is moving slowly and there are all the little things that are moving very fast and you need to navigate or to get an anchor and just say this is my point everybody will come to my point and we'll go together wherever there's so many things happen at the same time it's so hard to get one arrow and say this is the way because there's so many things yeah, but, but it's, the arrow... It's hard I'm, to find one thing. But you know, I, I, now I come from my own corner. So I did mention, for example, the relationship of Arab and Jews, Israelis. And it really got worse. You know, it's getting... I don't know yeah, if you but, think so, but I think, unless I don't know cycle. what... It, cycle, cycle, but the cycles become bigger and bigger. I mean, it's become more, no, more and more. Now, but, who... Who is even, who is giving us any, so you have the narrative of the Israelis, Jews who don't want to hear about the Arabs, I mean, fuck off, sorry. You have the Arabs who are in some way, you know, cannot really become part, and they, you know, produce also violence. You have the government or whatever, or schools, you know, I will go further than that, you know, I will speak about, you know, I just come, came out with a film the friendship between two women, Israeli and Jewish, I couldn't get money because who wants to hear a story about uh, who Arab. wants to hear Israeli and Arab? Who wants to be? And then, then you have the gap. No, there is nobody who is taking and trying somehow slowly to build some nothing. And you stand there and you look and they shove your film for two and a half weeks. They like just put it in, you know, between whatever. And I want to tell you something very sadly that next week, two weeks from now, you know, I'm going to have a special screening. And I thought it's a special screening 55 years for the occupation, right? I cannot say the word occupation. I cannot call, I, I'm making this film in order to think what is it, the complexity of Arab and Jews 
and what the, the, the consequences of the occupation. I cannot even use this word because I, I, it will be after. I'm not allowed to. I was asked not to mention the name occupation. So suddenly, when you know, when, when we invited you, is because like we invited you when the anger is at its peak, at least as far as I'm concerned. So who is going to say something? Uh, so no, I, again, you know, people say things all the time. And the question is, uh, what is being done? But 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 what I want to say about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict that actually what's very interesting in it is that it, is it fundamentally things didn't change a lot but uh, the way but the way that we perceive them a change that because i think that you know in the 70s let's say or 80s or even the 90s that's right. the argument the argument would be let's say i would say uh, it's not moral to occupy other people's land and the people from the right wing would say i don't know but in the bible they say it's our land okay this would be the line of the argument but today the question if it's a it's proper or moral to hold other people's land is totally not an issue it's not on the table it's not, a it's not a question the question is what are they going to do if we won't give it back this is the question because i'm saying when you live in a world where this the idea of morals is less important or maybe it, it's important but in a netflix series or in the ways that we talk but not in the ways that we act it was very easy to see it in the russia ukraine conflict that you know when it comes to putting flags in facebook saying putin is a hitler talking shit about him saying he's gonna conquer europe the entire world was against putin when it came to do things you know it, it's a it's a different question like you know i'm saying if you guys if biden says that he's like hitler and he's gonna not stop in ukraine and conquer europe then He's either bullshitting, and it's not nice if you're the president, or he believes in what he's saying. So if you believe in what he's saying, so tell me, if a Hitler would invade Europe again, what you would suggest we stop selling McDonald's in Moscow? So I'm saying there is the gap between those two narratives, you know, this idea is that everything is horrible, and everything is extreme, and everything is unbearable, and at the same time, but we're doing nothing because it's not in our interest, is really the kind of narratives that we're around. And when you talk about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, then you know, I'm, I'm saying a, a conflict that is so loaded religiously and historically, etc., that even when the world was inclined to solve it, we were unable to solve it. Now, nobody's well, into yeah. solving anything. People right. get tired and get bored with this. And, they and they're all post-traumatic anyway. No, but, 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 but they get tired and get bored with anything. It's like, you know, my brothers told me, we had two, two years of Corona until until Putin came and cured us in five days. And that's true, because the mo moment that the media stopped being obsessive about Corona, it became obsessive about Putin. Maybe it will become obsessive about global warming. But the idea is that as long as this kind of media hound we will throw something in its mouth so it can chew, so we can all argue about or be scared about or be appalled from, then the moment that this will keep on working, then it doesn't matter. Like we can always find another uh, problem to discuss. Edgar, one more positive sentence before we leave. And uh, you didn't abandon literature for the newsreel, right? No, no, the truth is that I came very, very positive, but the uh, CP 
sendt us on a negative route just so we will get get out from it in uh, stronger and yes and better uh, there, look I, I think I think that the life is pretty amazing you know I'm saying right. as, as I go I'm, I'm reaching I don't know the third act or whatever it only gets more exciting I think that people uh, you know people's mind is there's something infinite in it you know it never gets boring you learn new things people can be infinitely generous I think if I have any problems with the structure and the way things usually happen when a structure is not well built it collapses and then usually it's being replaced by another structure yeah, right. so I'm saying you know built a new one so maybe maybe this is these are unstable times but in the future there will be stable it's always you know, unstable no 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 but he so, says what? it comes it, it, it somehow will come back again it's, it's, like, it's like during the Second World War, you know, people did not think that there would be a word after it, that for 70 years there will be no war. Yeah. And maybe during the mess we're going through now, people cannot imagine that, I don't know, 10 or 20 years ago, there will be a word that will again make sense, you know? I don't know how this word will look like. Maybe CP will send, will send a download itself to a computer. Maybe social media will be outlawed. I don't know, but something will happen. But I think that the new the new uh, stable sense would be very unstable because things will change so quickly and will never settle soon. So I think that we have we're going to I, I think it's going to accelerate until it stops. No, I always, think it's, but it depends how long it will take. But you yeah. look at him, yeah, you it's know, okay. you it's like carrying the torch of uh, let's uh, hope. I don't know. You have some kind of something in you. <laughs> yeah, therefore I, I, won't you I'm an optimist. Again? I'm Yes. I'm a sad optimist. Sad optimist. Oh my it's God. True. It's Amazing. true. Amazing. Very poetic. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. Ah, that, that, you send me poetic. with the poet. Well, optimistic. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Edgar. Oh, thank you so we'll much. You thank you. It's always a pleasure speaking to you. Yeah. See you. Thanks, and everybody. Bye -bye. Thank you. Thank see you. See you, everybody. everybody. Next week. Next. Bye.